Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of In The Bag. Today we'll be speaking with environmentalist as well as statistics officer, Natalie Hay. She's gonna give us some insight on climate change as well as answering a few difficult questions that we have to ask about it. So stay tuned and let's see what's in her bag. Okay. So before we get started, I just wanted to kind of thank everyone for tuning in, as well as our sponsors. As you know, In The Bag is a series that is a passion project for me as the designer of Leek, and I just kind of wanted to thank our sponsors and everyone that's tuning in. As this is our first episode, we also kind of just want to get a feel as to what you want to hear and what you want to learn about. So the few upcoming episodes are gonna be fantastic. We have a range of guests that are gonna be appearing and just talking about all things fashion, environmental, as well as spiritual. So we're gonna dive deep and get into what they carry in their bag, literally and figuratively. So enjoy. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of In The Bag. Today, we'll be speaking with environmentalists as well as statistics. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of In The Bag. Today, we'll be speaking with environmentalists as well as statistics officer, Natalie Hay. She's gonna give us some insight on climate change as well as answering a few difficult questions that we have to ask about it. So stay tuned and let's see what's in her bag. Okay, so before we get started, I just wanted to kind of thank everyone for tuning in as well as our sponsors. As you know, In The Bag is a series that is a passion project for me as the designer of Leek, and I just kind of wanted to thank our sponsors and everyone that's tuning in. As this is our first episode, we also kind of just want to get a feel as to what you want to hear and what you want to learn about. So the few upcoming episodes are going to be fantastic. We have a range of guests that are going to be appearing and just talking about all things fashion, environmental, as well as spiritual. So we're going to dive deep and get into what they carry in their bag, literally and figuratively. So enjoy. Hi, Natalie. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Anya. Finally, I am in. Woohoo! <laughs> Can you hear? Yes, I'm hearing you just fine. Ah, oh, perfect. Yay! Thanks for joining the In the, in the Bag podcast. Um, <laughs> I know. Thank you for It's like cold, but, yeah. you know, such is life. <laughs> 
Okay, would you like to just introduce yourself to our guests so they can kind of get a taste of, you know, how you became so passionate about the environment and just a little background of yourself? Well, a um, little background on me. I'm really passionate about life. Um, I really would like us to live our best lives. You know, we're on this earth for a very short period of time. We don't know when we are going to depart this world. So my thing is, let's enjoy our lives. And yes, I may have a background in business and management, but I've always been curious about so many different aspects of, of life. I am one of those persons who I think I could shift in any direction. And these days I'm very, very passionate about environment, our, our environment. Only because, you know, I've been looking at what has been happening with our weather systems, the heat Oh my gosh, the heat is unbearable in so many countries. It's not just where I am in Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, I'm a Trini, <laughs> or as we should say, Trinbagonian, <laughs> if we add Tobago to it, because it's Trinidad and Tobago. But, um, you know, just here alone, the, it's been getting hotter and hotter every single year, and it is absolutely unbearable. So for me, I'm really passionate about what we are doing, you know, and what we need to do to really deal with the, you know, increasing temperatures over the years. And also looking at what has been happening with storms and hurricanes and, you know, how are we, how are we going to deal with that going forward? What are we doing to our earth? What are we doing to ourselves? So I'm really trying to focus on the environment as part of my existence while I'm yeah. here. And I really want yeah. other people to look at what we can do as individuals to really shift things so that we can have a better quality life going forward, not just for us, but for generations to come. So that's me in yeah, a nutshell. That's true. And especially, you know, we don't take a lot of accountability as people in regards when it comes to the environment, climate change we all just think oh somebody else will do it but i think yeah i think it was was it you said that we only have a few more months to reverse climate change i remember having a conversation before not really sure but i think um it is something that we have to do yes and we have to do it urgently um we can no longer delay on this we can't just sit back and say well we have time or well somebody else is doing it or some other country will take the lead or no we really have to seriously look at what's happening and um you i think you told me about we only have a few more months because that was that was coming out of i think the the forest that was burning um in brazil the amazon and somebody made a comment that you know based on what happened there with the Amazon being on fire, that we now have a shorter period of time mm -hmm. to really work dealing with our climate change yeah. challenges. Because it's now like a knock-on effect. Because um, now we see like, for example, with the passing storm Dorian that caused so much destruction. Um, after the, the fire, I mean, it's, it's conspiracy theories as people are saying, but um, it's just more or less these storms are getting worse. Um, apparently the burning in the Amazon has been going on for ages and we are causing, we are the cause of this because we more or less want a lot of 
you know, fast results, we kind of aren't taking care of our environment. Correct. We are not. We are not doing enough. And it's time that we make a change. It's more than time that we make a change. We can't continue down this line. And if Dorian, I mean, that hurricane was, honestly, to me, it was like a bad nightmare. And, you know, I really feel it for the Bahamians because, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what they must be going through and what they went through with Dorian sitting over that island, or at least those few islands that made up the Bahamas that got hit by Dorian, just sitting there for, wow, it was more than a day. It was almost like a day and a half to two days that Dorian just sat there moving very slowly. And yes, there's some conspiracy theories that, you know, the burning of the Amazon contributes to this extremely big, you know, hurricane. But I mean, I don't have any proof of that. There may be some link, who knows, um, I guess in time, persons will come out, the meteorologists and the scientists will come out and say whether there was a link between Dorian and the Amazon. But the fact is, you know, we do have some storms that have been really, really um, category four and fives, and I think possibly stronger the last decade and persons have said it maybe because of the climate change so if the amazon you know that has been burning you know is going to impact climate change even more um i wonder if we're going to get worse storms you know storms like dorian or worse on a more regular basis so just, just look at that situation and i think that's enough for us to start thinking what do we need to do exactly are we enough and how do we how do we change things? How, we, how do we save our environment? How do we save our world? Um, I think I'm just going to give a brief definition of climate change for those who are listening. So climate change can be defined as a change in global or region climate patterns. In particular, it's a change apparent from the mid to late 20th century onwards, and it's attributed largely to the increase of level of atmospheric carbon dioxide produced by the use of fossil fuels. So fossil fuels is kind of what we use petrol um, in our car, we use it in our house. And, you know, it's something that we use on a daily basis. There are, well, yeah, there are alternatives to fossil fuels, um, but it is one of the most high in demand form of energy that is used. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. That uh, <laughs> pretty much um, we are literally needing to have alternatives in regards to sustaining our livelihood and also our lives on this planet. What do you think about that? I agree. We do need to have alternatives. And I don't know if. And I don't know how much, um, so it's an if and a how much for me, but I know we always talk about things like, um, you know, being energy efficient in our homes. And I remember sometime there was some um, move where there was this push to have everybody take off their lights mm -hmm. at a certain time around the world. And I don't know if that was really towards trying to, you know, improve this climate change situation that we face with. But even some simple things like, you know, changing of the bulbs in your house, 
these are things that we can do. Um, really trying to conserve electricity. I think those things actually do help. I mean, there are far more important things to consider, of course, than that. Um, but I think every little bit really helps. So, yeah, let's start looking at how we could shift in terms of, you know, being energy efficient and looking at alternatives, you know, in terms of, you know, fuel consumption. Hey, Natalie. And so we're back. Are you hearing me? Yep, I can hear you loud and clear. Are you hearing me now? Because I wasn't yeah, hearing I, you. I, I can hear Can you hear me? Okay, I'm now hearing you. Oh. <laughs> yes. Whew. Technology, I tell you. Love it, but... Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess let's pick up where we left off. Um... So I have a question. Do you think it's too late to prevent climate change? I honestly don't think so. I think we have time to fix what we destroyed or what we helped to destroy. So no, it's, it's never too late. There's a lot that we can do. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, I think that it's never too late. Um, we there is a great saying that we should think in decades and think for generations. So once we are aware and make changes starting from now, it it might be better for future generations. So it's never too late. I like that. I like that. I, I agree. I agree. I support that. Um also, a lot of people don't know the difference between the weather and climate. And climate. So I'm just going to be a dork and kind of give a definition. <laughs> <laughs> so weather refers to the more local changes in the climate we see around us on short time scales from minutes to hours and to weeks. Um, so say, for example, we have rain, snow, clouds, thunderstorms, and heat waves. And climate refers to the long-term averages that might be regional or global. So we're looking at the long term. Right. Yeah. 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 But of course, you know, climate change impacts our weather. Mm -hmm. So it impacts in the short term. Yeah. Meaning seeing the impacts of it. Yeah, we're feeling it through our, you know, the changes in our weather systems and patterns. But of course, yes, it has a long term long-term impact also yeah. and a lot of people also think well due to climate change and global warming is the sun the cause and nasa is saying that no the sun can influence earth's climate but it's not responsible for the warming trends we've been seeing over the past decade so it's it's more or less us causing what we would say the urban heat effect um, which is mostly you'll see in cities that during the summer it gets really, really hot and the urban heat island effect has um, more or less more of our more of an impact due to, you know, there's so much congestion, um, a lot more carbon dioxide. So we have to kind of think of ways to lessen that and lessen our carbon footprint. Correct, correct. 
And there are many ways we can do that. I mean, I just think about my own island, yeah. um, and more so Trinidad than Tobago, because Tobago is a, a fairly small island still um, in terms of the population. But in terms of Trinidad, we've really grown in size. And oh my gosh, the number of cars we have here now is a lot. So just imagine what we're putting out there in terms of you know, carbon dioxide that, you know, coming out into the atmosphere because of the number of cars that we have. And you know, there's that push to really shift um, in terms of the, the fuel that we use for our cars. You know, we want to use, as they say, cleaner fuel. Um, that term is, you know, kind of iffy, but yeah, cleaner fuel. Um, because we're realizing as we have more and more cars on the road, we're, we're really, you know, going to have some kind of impact on the overall environment. So um, just think about back in the days when we probably used more public transportation so that everybody didn't have a car, you know, and when we probably drove less because we walked more. These are things that have really shifted now in society where you find even in one household, three, four cars, because everybody, you know, they want their own car. Becomes so that is symbol. Um, correct. Just like a few other things in society that have a heavy carbon footprint or, you know, it's, it, we are people, we like status, we like, you know, we want this prestige. That's right. That's right. And that's something that we just need to be aware of. So, you know, sometimes we could put on our car and carpool, you know, we don't have to have, drive our own car all the time. Um, sometimes leave your car home and you could probably have two or three persons who will say, look, you know, I will drive, you know, on a Monday, somebody else will drive on Tuesday, somebody else will drive on Wednesday. So we have, you know, two cars less on the road because we're carpooling. These are things we actually could start to do, which could actually you know, make a difference. It may be a small difference, but, you know, every little bit that we do, I think it will add up. It, it literally will. Really well. Um, also, oh, yeah, you told me about what China was doing with the, the greenhouses. I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. When I saw this video that a friend of mine sent to me, I was in awe. I was like, no, they just did not do that. China, they are moving towards this thing called forest cities. It's really amazing. So instead of building um, apartments anywhere and everywhere, which is what a lot of what you know developers do and countries do, we always have a shortage in terms of um, exactly. And so you find developers and governments always looking to clear away forest land so that they can build more houses, right? Yeah. It's a catch-22 sort of because, you know, you need to please, you know, your citizens. You need to provide housing. But at the same time, we need our forest area. But then where are we going to build? But I think China, they really have it you know, on lockdown, so to speak. Um, so they're building not horizontally, but vertically. And these apartment buildings, they have trees on each level. And it's up like full grow tall trees, not shrubs, but trees. And I think that is absolutely brilliant. Mm thing we need to consider and of course you know china you know they are known for you know kind of having smaller houses 
we may want the big house, the five bedroom, the this, the that, the other, you know, house. But the fact is, dear, they have something that we need to consider. Sometimes a small space so that you're not cutting down your forest areas and you're not getting rid of your parks, um, you know, on your nice little savannas with your big grassy area. You're not getting rid of that. You're, you're still providing housing. It may be smaller, but you're saving your planet at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know. Hello, hello. We are back again. Hi. So, okay, we're back. Um, for all you guys listening out there, I just want to once again want to be Natalie Hay. So at this stage where I am actually going to ask you, what is in your bag? So as you know, we kind of focus a lot on different topics. And at the end, with each guest, we ask them, what do they have in their bag? What is their favorite item? What is their must-have? And yeah, just give them a few tips on living your best life. Hmm. Interesting. So you ask me what's in my bag? Mm-hmm. What do you have in your bag? Hmm. You know what? I'm really, really, really focused on getting us to grow more trees. That's what I think in my bag right now. I'm not sure how I'm going to go about doing that, but I have a couple of ideas and I'm certainly going to do some exploring. Um, I know there are a lot of organizations in my country and I've seen it, you know, um, similar things in other countries where there are organizations and persons who are really pushing for us to grow more trees. But I think I just want to speak to some of the organizations that are doing that and see how we could push the initiative a little bit more because I don't think we do enough. Mm-hmm. How can you be contacted? Like, there are people who want to get in contact with you and contact with you and join your project. Oh, but you know what? The first option I think to in terms of contacting me, you know, one of my um, most stable ways <laughs> of communication is email right now because my phones are all over the place and I keep changing numbers and doing this and doing that. So they can email me at nkhtrini at yahoo.com. That's one of the first ways you can contact me. And they don't all have other means that, you know, to reach out to me. But right now, use my email. nkhtrini at yahoo.com. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Um, yeah, I think we do need more trees. We need more good people. And, yeah. Is that feedback on my side? I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. (laughs) You see, this is my love-hate relationship with technology. I love it because it's beautiful that we can communicate with anybody at any time, anywhere in your world. But then, oh my gosh, the technical difficulties sometimes is just amazing. We're recap this. Okay, should we do another take? Um, you know what? This is, we can do other tapes. I don't have a problem, but it's something nice. It's nice to be raw sometimes. Just, just pure rawness. So we can add to this. Add to it. That's a good thing. I like that. Okay, so if you guys weren't able to hear her, can you give your email again? It's n 
K H T R I N I at yahoo.com. N K H Trini at yahoo.com. Okay, awesome. Natalie, it was a pleasure and pleasure and for having more in depth conversations. So, thank you for being a part of our first podcast. Yay! I'm looking and yeah, and I'm really, really grateful that you have invited me to participate in this with you. I'm excited for what's gonna happen in the next few weeks and what we're gonna talk about. So yay. go Anya. Thank you. <laughs> You're awesome. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks, Thanks Anya. Have a good one. Yep. Anytime. Bye. Bye.